One more time, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. My name is Pastor Daniel Yao Enchi, and I'd like to welcome all of you. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, all of you, for coming to church. I appreciate your coming. I'm speaking of what I call the force of diligence. Isaiah 53 verse 1. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? You see, you need to believe in the report of God, not your emotions. In Romans chapter 15 verse 4, the Bible says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. You see, the scriptures are there to comfort us and to give us hope. The challenge of most believers is we don't make time to get to know God for ourselves. A man of God praying for you is good. Prophecy is good. But the most important thing Jesus said to Martha, Mary has taken the best. She needs to hear the word. Because the word of God is what boosts up your confidence in God. We like Inkonya too much. I am a man of God. My pastor friends, they call me king of prophetic directions. But my faith is not in prophetic direction. My faith is in the God who gives the direction. Because if it is not God, we can cook anything. Someone say comfort of scriptures. He says we might have hope. You see, the scriptures is there to give you hope. It didn't say in the comfort of prophecy. So you don't need a prophetic word from me as your pastor. If you can find a scripture in the Bible that gives you hope and brings comfort to you, that, that word becomes your prophecy. Now release your faith through that word. Take actionable steps through that word. And that word is now converted into a word, into the power of God that starts being at work in your life. What does it In Romans chapter 4 verse 18, the Bible says, concerning Abraham, that who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. When did this happen? This happened because the angel of the Lord stood before him when he served them with food and said, next year by this time, according to the time of life, your wife Sarah will conceive. The Bible says against all hope, he believed in the hope that the scripture, the word that God has released will come to pass. The word of God is what we call scriptures. And so, brothers and sisters, the time has come where we must be diligent to know what God has said in his word. The Bible did not promise us to like everything about our wife. It didn't say everything they do you will like. It didn't say all the attitude you will like. There are things about me you don't like. Is it not true? All of you here, is it not true? Thank you. But the Bible says, husbands love your wife. Just as Christ loved the church and gave himself. Do you know how Christ loved the church? He died though. It means men in this church, you must die. You are too alive. Touch your neighbor if you say, man, say, you are too alive. Die. Die. The men are saying, pastor, why are you saying we should die this morning? Someone say, comfort of scriptures. When he came to the woman, God said, women, be okay. Don't do anything. Comfort of he says, wives, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. You know why? 
Because most wives, they don't submit to their own husband. They submit to other people's husbands. So he goes to the office. He submits to his boss. He goes to church. He submits to somebody else's husband. Yeah. Is that not what we do? You see, we, we, we submit to our wife. Oh, hello. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, let me know. Oh, let me know. Hey. But when they go to that, your food is there. Me, I won't eat it. Ask my wife. My food is there. I will sleep. Is there food to eat? It's in the kitchen. Your food is there. Me neither. I would rather go and sleep. I will go and take biscuits in the fridge and eat. And go and sleep. My food is there. So why did I marry you? So that in the house, like when I come to church and I ask you for water, will you say water is in the fridge? Pastor, I'll go and take. You see, he says submit. This is the scriptural instruction of God. He says, as unto the Lord. So you must serve your husbands like you are serving almighty God. He said to the woman that submit. Because he knows that you people are too powerful. And submission is a big problem for women. The pride is too much. The arrogance is too much. They will never submit. And so God said, I know you. I created you. I know how you can play your games. When you submit, life becomes easy. Yet the one who created you who says that... (laughs) I know my thoughts concerning you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. He says, I know. And so when I give you an instruction to do something, I am the one who rewards your diligence. I am your boss. I know your wife is crazy. Beloved, I know your husband. He makes mistakes. He keeps doing over and over. Sometimes you wonder whether they broke him out of a tree or and yet some men. You see, because obeying the scriptures is difficult. And so in Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1, God said this. He says, the way to the top is that if you will hearken, everybody look at me. He says, it shall come to pass. What does it mean? It means what I'm about to tell you will manifest eventually. Even what? If thou shall hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. So God must first be personal to you. You must come to a point where you say, God is my God. The Lord is my God. You have to come to that point. You want to be a diligent person. You you have to come to a point where you make a decision. I submit to the Lordship of Christ. I submit to the Lordship of God. It may not make sense. But if he says I should forgive, I should forgive. You know the word of God says that he that says all is mine is not wise. It is not every emotions that you express. There are some things you must let it go without talking about it. And who told us that you must sit with somebody and solve your issue before? Because in this life, God is telling us, you are a spirit, you have a soul. So it means all of us have emotions. There will be days where our our emotions will be all over the place. Because emotions are like smoke. They spread everywhere. Your emotions. But you need to be able to control the spread. You don't allow everything to get to you. There will be days you wake up. Nobody has said anything. You look at your life and you you are sad. You are not happy. There are days I wake up that it has nothing to do with her. I'm not in a good mood. But as a believer, you must be diligent to control your emotion. 
Someone say, the force of diligence. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overtake thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. This is Mary having an encounter with the angel of the Lord. And the angel gave him a prophecy and said, How shall this be seen that I know not a man? He said, bros, if you want to break barrenness and come into a realm of fruitfulness, two things must work. Number one, he says, the spirit of the highest will come upon you. He said, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, so that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of God. Look at verse 38. And Mary said, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. So the transformation comes when the spirit of God incubates on the word that has been released. So, have you received a word from God? Have you read a scripture that jumped up into your spirit that this is a good word? He says that when you receive the word of God, the incubation comes because the spirit of God comes to dwell on that word. How does it happen? When you release your faith, God now commits to doing his part of the word because you will not let go of that word. There are many of us, the problem is, when we receive a word from God, whether whilst you are in prayer or through a scripture that was being preached in church, when you receive the word, you just write it down. You don't commit it into memory. You don't even put a date down that on this date, this is what God said. The difference between you and a pastor is that pastors take that word. And for many, many years, when they are preaching, is in the word. When they are thinking, they make decisions based on the word of God that they have received. But all of us, we just hear the word. Good word. We move on. It's a waste of your time to receive a good word and move on. It doesn't work that way. Take that word. Commit it into memory. And when you are faced with difficulty, look at that word. And say, God has spoken. I believe in that word. It will come to pass. That is how you convert a thing from a spirit into the realm of the natural. Praise the Lord. You see, the power of God and the word of God goes into operation for the impossible to become possible when you release your faith. What does that mean? When you believe in the word and you start making decisions based on the word you have received. Praise the Lord. See, when faith is released into the word preached, it converts the word into the power of God that gets the results. Hallelujah. So Paul said in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, that for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. So he says that the word of God, oh my God, He says that I am not ashamed for it is the power of God. So whenever a word of God is being preached, that word is what carries the power. But it only becomes power because you can release your faith. You know, there are many of us, we don't even live, we we just exist. You're looking at your salary. Hey, no. This one is going for children's school fees. We, We plan everything and we plan God out of our life. Children's school fees. My salary is 4,000. Children's school fees is 2,900 that I have to deduct every month. And then I'm left with uh, 1,100. 
Ah, scanners are. I have to go to the market. I have to do this. I have to do this. So, God understand. Tight crowd me because scanner so as tight. Scanner so tight Christ Old Testament. It's not New Testament. <laughs> do you know why God asked the children of Israel to give him one tent? He wanted them to create a space where he would now occupy. So he said intentionally, 10, you know I mean? is 100, which is whole. Anna, is it not complete? He says, intentionally create a space where I occupy. So that I will now supply that which is lacking. That which your, 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 your 100 or your 90 cannot accomplish. So I keep telling people that I cannot be without money for more than three days. And people think it's, I'm being braggadocious. No. There's a space in my life that you don't know. I always create a space. I'm always giving to God. I'm always telling God that God, you must, you must fill this space. By the special grace of God, we support people in our church. We do all sorts of things secretly. Why? The Bible says, what the left hand does, let not the right hand see it. So we don't, we don't tell you. But this church never lacks. We never lack. Praise the Lord. And that is the life of, of a believer. That you trust absolutely in God's word. We call for prayer meeting, you won't come. Fasting, you won't come. Everything, you won't come. The scripture says, put on the screen, the labor of the fool weary at all, for he knoweth not how to go to the city. The labor of the fool weary at all, for he knoweth not how to get to the city. When you don't know how to get to the city, you weary everybody. Your wife, your children, everybody. You are laboring, but it's, it is a labor that wearies everybody. Because you don't know how to go to them. See, a lack of divine direction in your life will, 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 be, will be your own destruction. Yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. The labor of a fool so wearies him because he's ignorant that he does not even know how to go to a city. Give me King James. It is not only him. He wearies all. The labor of the foolish wearies every one of them. Any association to you, if you don't know how to go to the city, it will worry everybody. There is a way to the city. And today I came to teach you some of the ways to get to the city. Amen? Some of you, some of you, some of you, some of you, you can't even take your wife out for dinner or lunch. And who said it's only men who must take their, their wives to dinner? Why don't you? You, the woman that you say you love the dinner. Why are you not saving money to take your husband to the dinner? Or they've written in the Bible that only, only men should take women to... And then they are poor. Are you, are, you, are you getting what I'm trying to say? What I'm saying is, once you know the way that as for me, what makes me happy is this or that. You're not adding any value to your own life. You won't go to school. Any man is talking to you anyhow. If you're a woman here and your husband speaks to you anyhow, it's because you have lowered your level too much. So he's giving him the right to talk to you anyhow. Raise your level. Hmm? You have left yourself. No makeup, nothing. When you're in the house, the whole day, you are just there. You have left your hair as if they have sucked you from your village. To come to Accra is very bad. 
So the man is just commanding you when you are because, because when he goes out, he sees only beautiful things. The only time you look good is when you are going out. Please listen to me. Be diligent to keep your marriage. I don't know who I came to speak to, but be diligent to keep your marriage. Be attractive for your husband. The Bible says to the men, men too. The Bible says, drink from your own system. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto a perfect day. So your life is supposed to shine from one level of glory unto the other. And so whenever your life is not shining, go back to God and say, is there something that I'm not doing right? Praise the Lord. Psalm 92 verse 14. The Bible says, Though that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Don't allow pressure and stress to so get to you that you are so overwhelmed that it draws on your faith. Listen, this year, be intentional about which friendship you cultivate. Because it is not everybody who wants to come out of it. Some people, a little thing that they must say, I forgive or I let it go, they will keep it. Why? Because they want to be a victim of life. One bad experience. You've kept it. I used to pray for a lady. The husband slapped her once. He's been over 20 something years. He has never forgiven the man. Not happy in their marriage. Separated from the man. Yet nobody is coming. Ah, one slap. One slap. 22 years. You see, one bad experience has controlled you for 20. Why? I am not saying that the slap is a good thing. But why should you let one person take power from you? Your joy, your peace, your, 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 your fulfillment in life by just one bad experience. One bad experience. One bad experience. That a man spoke to you anyhow. See, it's because he's uncouth. Why are you letting it get to you? And I was going out. You have made it go to you. He has controlled your choices, your decisions. One boy told you that you are ugly. And all of a sudden, you look down upon yourself. You have allowed foolish people to come into your spaces. They've messed you up over and over and over. What kind of life is this one? Child of God, there is so much to your life. Don't allow one bad experience to just, just cloud a glorious future that you could have had. Sometimes you can be a physician, but you can't help your own self. That's all I would say. One bad experience. Somebody has broken your heart. Every man, all men are the same. One airway guy broke your heart. You think all airways are the same. Please, we don't come from the same home. Even when you enter into our, our tribe, you find out that, that some are from Hohoi, some are from Pandu, some are from Keta, some are from Leati, and we have different lifestyles and attitudes and, and, and behaviors. And, and apart from that, we can all come from Pando, but we are not the same because we come from different homes. And some of us, our parents are well-mannered and well-behaved. And maybe the enemy knew that your blessing will come from our tribe. And so he brought you a foolish man so that he would derail you so that when I show up, he will say no to me. I think I'm prophesying in this my preaching today. Yes, my, oh, put your hands together for, for the Lord. I love a gun song. He said, Chioben kemi, mi lobi, bako nake, sumongo, sumongo, sumongo. You understand it? You are not saying that. Get close to me, my love. 
I now know that love is sweet. So before this time, what were you thinking? Love is kode. You can live with the... I was watching. You know, I love to go to these uh, YouTube stories. They ask a woman. They've been married. They're old ladies, old, 90s. I said, what is one thing that this man does that irritates you? He says, it's all over my body every time. And then they ask him, all over your body? He says, yes. He says, he never stops. In the old day, he said, this is how it has been right from the beginning. I said, I'm like, oh God. It doesn't come by osmosis. Though. They have made the decision to love each other till old age. It is a decision you make. Whether you be happy or sad, it's a decision you make. It's a, you have to be diligent about it. It is a decision you make. Whether you be sad or happy, you have to make a decision. Whether you be joyful or, or miserable, it's a decision you make. Whether you be a go-getter or an excuse giver, it is a decision you make. Whether your marriage will work or not. See, call the greatness in your wife. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you not a big boy? He's a big boy. And so I like that men in our church to behave like big boys. When you show a bigness and big boy, big boyism have showed up. You don't apologize. It's just a matter of time. Things will change. If you're a guy, say, I'm a big boy. Ladies, you're a big girl. No, 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 no. Don't let, see, when a guy is chipping himself and wants to chip in, he says, please, I beg you, you can't talk to me like that. You're a big boy. Yeah, and there's a big boy, you are married to a big girl. A big boy can't talk to a big girl anyhow. We can't become children. Are you a big boy? Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor. Let greatness in you find expression. Someone say the force of diligence. You, you, you see, you see, See, most of the problems we have is in our head. Here. You see, you need to raise yourself as a woman of class. So that the men would... See, after 10 years, I'm still saying that I'm lucky that I found it. You. The guy say, I made a mistake. But, but, but you see, even if you made that mistake, start working on yourself. Start building your confidence. Start looking good. Brush your teeth two times a day. Bath. Two times a day. Ladies, you must have three things in your purse. Invest money in a decent perfume all the time in your purse. Invest money in getting mouthwash. Some is spray. You can spray your mouth. Listen, listen to me, listen to me, everyone. Listen to me. Invest. Someone say invest. Everywhere you go, invest money in getting a good makeup kit. Go to a good shop. Tell them to give you the one that fits your skin color. And do it. Every time look good. Take some of the money. It's not every money you give to God. Some of the money, use it to buy decent clothes for yourself. That is diligence. The Bible says, uh, Paul said to Timothy, be diligent to know the state of your flock. So diligence means that I must be intentional about your level and your life. Some of you, you need to be able to take your spouses out. Cultivate a better habit for your children to learn. Everything you are calculating, mm, this morning we could have bought food. 
Just morning. Ah, met me there. I am crying. You crossing me. Everything, everything. No, life is not like that. Joshua 1 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Meditate the promises of God, not the not the curses of God. Meditate what? The promises. The Bible says bodily exercise profit a little. Some of you ladies, you need to exercise. Your stomach is growing beyond three months pregnancy and yet you are not pregnant. It's five months. Of food The children. Let it go down. Because if the man leaves you now, do you know you go to the gym? Oh, can I be honest? You go. Look attractive, not for the man, for you. Look healthy, not for the man, for you. Look attractive, not for the man. And some of you, your husbands will tell you, I, I don't like this. Tell them, I'm sorry, I like it. I. No, see, when you're having this conversation, don't fight. Oh. Cool down, cool him down. Say, but I, li- I like to wear shorts. What, what, I, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. Don't let anybody get to you and make you... See, I'm not saying that because of that, everything. As a lady, you must dress like a lady and dress decently. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? But! Good. And it's part of being a Christian. After you have prayed in tongues, see, sir, I'll share my story with you. I used to live in West Legon. My office was in Dansoman. Lady Irene, there was a lady. I didn't know Beautiful ladies were Christians. Because all the Christians I know, sisters know, oh, I'll be honest. Some of the sisters, when you sweat more, it's not good though. Buy roller. Try different ones. If it's not working. Me, even till today, sometimes when I'm working, I do this. Because as we age, the food we eat, it, it releases certain smells on us. It's not good. This lady, what? Scared, fair. She has the height. She wears a sh- oh my god. Yeah, you move it. Move it. Tall. First time I saw him, me children said, "True no, true no, true no, true no, true no." Apparently, she was in lighthouse. One day, I sat in the car. I think when they changed their money and the twenty Ghana came. So that was all the money I had. I gave it to the mate. Me refi na me see in am comfort next car. The car na mate inside first cabra. Me say near tafu car boom. I don't even talk to her because we we are seen. She are not a worldly person. How can you be looking this beautiful? You have done makeup, lipstick, and eyeshadow and everything. Worldly person. The two of us who was a, a villager. Now that day the lady when the mate asked me I checked the money I couldn't. Was that a mystery? <laughs> then the lady gave the money to the mate. She said, Oh. He says, Oh, don't worry. It, it happens sometimes. And this girl would use this mo- small money she paid to speak to me about Christ. And I'm like, Eh? And again, I know if I'm not quite sorry. She would speak to me about Christ in the trotro. By the time the girl finished with me, I was in love. She says, well, I attend Lighthouse. I want you to... 
Afi no me feri si me kasa mi esofwa mizikaira. But her beauty was still intact, although she was very spiritual. Please listen to me. Being a Christian doesn't mean that you should look ugly. Those of you, you wake up, you have left your face like that. We don't like your face just like that. In the house, look good. Wear something. You only dress well when you are going out. For who? So you are wearing the dress for outsiders. Me that I'm home, I'm sankwas. And you meant to improve your life. All you know is, I do them. Improve. You must be able to have a, an ability to have sensible, intelligent dialogues with your partner. You must be able to build a home that builds. Build your life. Build a home that your children can grow with. It's not just TV. Have intelligent conversations. Take your partner out. Build a life that you can create memories that you will remember when you have problems. There's nothing to your life. It's you and your girlfriends. You and your boyfriends. You have guy friends, you have girlfriends, but you don't, you are not friends. And yet you are married. You use your whole life salary to go and marry a woman. Your whole investment, including borrowed money, to go to a wedding, only for you not to have become friends with this person. And then you are going out and chasing other girls. And you too, you are going to the office, and other guys are the ones you eat with, you laugh with, you, you respect guys, and not your husband. That is not being diligent with your life. As a believer, God wants you to have a whole life. First Kings chapter 11, 28. He said that the man Jeroboam was a brave warrior. And when Solomon saw that the young man was industrious, he put him in charge of all the forced labor of the house of Joseph. You see, even if you are working for somebody, become industrious. Be diligent. See, see, be so valuable to the organization. Add value to you. Seek continuous improvement for your own life. Add value to your life. Praise the Lord. When faced with challenges, what do I do? Proverbs chapter 21 verse 5. There are many of us, we don't plan our life. We don't plan our life. There's no proper planning to our life. There's no structure. There's no system to our life. Proverbs 21 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance and advantage. But everyone who acts in haste comes surely to poverty. Give me NIV or NLT. One of them. The plans of the diligent leads to profit. As surely as haste leads to poverty. You have English standard version there. Break down the English if you have it. Yeah. Look. Good planning and hard work leads to prosperity by hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. You must plan your life. You must work hard. You must work diligently. Someone say good planning. Plan for your marriage. Plan, plan for your children. There are a lot of you women here. You are planned for your children, but not for yourself. There's no plan. You that you are there, no? who need plan? You don't have a plan. When faced with challenges, we are reminded in Galatians 6 verse 9. He says, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will read if we do not faint. Let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. So, you see, you don't stop doing the right things. You don't stop putting in the right structures that helps your life. You don't stop. Someone say, I won't stop. 
I went to see a man. His son was not learning. He was not doing well. He wants his son to be a lawyer. He was not doing well. <laughs> he was speaking to me. I sat down. I said, sir, sit down. I want to have a conversation with you alone. I've heard of the stories. The boy, he gave me a, a special teacher. He was not, I said, because you see, you have not painted a picture of a desired future for your son to follow. I said, this is what you do. Take your son. Take him to the law court. Whilst you are handling your case, your cases, let your son sit in there. Let him see how you win. When you win, you become an example. Every child's father is his hero. True of us. I said, show your son a possibility of a greater future. I said, sometimes bring your cases to the house and, and discuss with your son. If it was you, what would be your opinion? I said, walk with your son. Show him the future. When you show your son the future, your son will follow after you. What future are you showing your children? What you should do is take your children out on dinner date. Your children, save money. When your wife says the house is burning, tell her that it's okay. Let it burn. We'll rebuild. Take the children out. Sit them down at a decent table. I'm teaching everybody in this church. Listen to me. Take your children to a very expensive restaurant and show them. What do we do? Show them. As other people are coming to sit down, they say that if you are very disciplined with your school, in future, this is the kind of life you will live. Drive them to very expensive neighborhoods. Show your children possibly and say they have built this house because they are diligent. Then take them to poor neighborhoods and say they didn't make a right decision for their life. This is where they are. You can choose whether to stay here or stay there. It is your choice. I will not study for you to get it. But tell, tell your child that it's easier to get to the top if you learn. It's easier to get to the top if you discipline yourself. It's easier to get to the top if you are diligent with whatever is committed into your hands. After that, you don't have to pray. Your children will do right. The scripture says, write the vision, make it plain, that he may run the reason. So the vision must be clear so that people can run with it. Take your wives out. I see something ahead of us that I must prepare my wife for it. Because I can't do all the work. She has to be there. I must show her the vision. So I will show her. Zachariah like said, I will stand upon my watch to, to, to see what the Lord will say. To. I see what is. So you must speak so that the person can see. Touch your neighbor and say, Wait, carry power. There are many of you, you never even speak to your house help. It's always instruction. And when they do wrong, that's what you see. When they do right, you pretend like you don't know. You are not a good boss. Sit with the person. Ajua, this is where I'm taking you. You're a good person. There are a few things about you that I don't like. Let's talk about it. When you do this, I'll do this for you. I want you to be this kind of person. When they do wrong, you look at them and say, oh, can you improve? That's all. Is it, am, I, am, I, am I being very practical with you today in this service? Is it a good thing? Or you don't like? Give me James chapter 1 verse 12. Amplified version. James 1 12. Says blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous. Favored by God is the man who is steadfast under trial. He says when you are a focused, disciplined, diligent person. Even under trial. So there will always be trials. But you must be focused. You're a businesswoman. Listen, your workers will misbehave. Be focused. 
under trial, be diligent. Be spiritually sensitive. He says spiritually prosperous. In other words, you don't lose your emotional connection with God. You don't lose your spiritual link with God, even under trial. Don't lose it. Be diligent to keep your mind safe. Be diligent. And women, women, stop allowing your emotions to make decisions. Oh, we're ready. Don't just follow every negative experience. Praise the Lord. Let me end. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 14. A man will be satisfied with good from the fruit of his words. And the deeds of a man's hand will return to him as a harvest. Look at it. A man will be satisfied with good from the fruit of his words. What words are you using? When faced with difficulty, what words? And what does it say? The deeds of his hand. You must be diligent with work. Diligent with work. Fruit of his words, deeds of his hands. So you work for somebody so you won't do anything on the side. Are you not a consultant? Are you good at what you do? Start consulting for others. Open a company. Start a side business. Because how can you just live on 4,000, 3,000, 2,000? What will you do? You'll be a thief. I went to a place. There is a, a calendar on the board. I mean, calendar. They filled it with names. You must come in six weeks. You must come in this week. Booked back to back. I've never been to any shop that there's a calendar on the wall with booking. I say it says because I'll be reminding the people. Hello, you are, you are supposed to come this week. If you can't come, make a, an appointment. Let me know. She went to university, did the masters. She's doing hair, and she's applying what she learned whilst working for somebody for himself. When we are working for somebody, we behave well. When we start working for ourselves, we are no more diligent. And yet we pray a lot in tongues and nothing is happening. And we wonder, maybe something is wrong with God. There's nothing wrong with God. God, well, why not me? Your diligence is what is giving you your resource. Let me talk to all of you. We pray and we are going to pray for the next 14 days in the testify. Every night I'll be sleeping in this church. Crying unto God. I leave my, my matrimonial bed. His skin size is no small bed. Come and lie on the floor. Hard floor. Shovel out. Shovel out. Shovel out. God, show us mercy. Show. I'm praying for you. Don't let the prayer be in vain. Work with what I'm praying. Work with what is in your hand. Work with what God has given you. Work with that dream. Do something with it. Stop giving excuses. I'm tired. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, 23, in all labor there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Some of you, you just know how to talk. Mere talk leads only to poverty. So what should I do, man of God? Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Why? Why should I do it with all my might? Why? Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. Poor! Is he who works with a negligent and ideal hand. But the hand of the diligent makes him rich. Scriptures no. I'm looking at Pearl. The way you have, you have sat down, you are looking all beautiful. Why don't you start a YouTube, my entrepreneurial journey, and teach people how to set up a business, how to put in operations like what you are doing. And you make money just on YouTube. As a consultant with all many years construction consultant, you should be writing letters to, to UNDP, asking them to give you funding so that you help young contractors and things and help, help them structure their organization so that they don't have losses. You can even write to government. 
Am I, am I helping somebody at all? Don't just talk. Someone say, I won't just talk. He said, poor is he who works with a negligent and ideal hand. But the hand of the diligence makes him rich. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6 to 8. How do I change my life? The first thing you do, write this down. Write this word in capital. Anticipate. Anticipate. Write down this word. What? Anticipate. Anticipation. Proverbs 6 verse 6 to 8. Go to the end, O lazy one. Observe their ways and be wise. Which having no cheese, overseer or ruler, she prepares her food in the summer and brings in her provisions of food for the winter in the harvest. She anticipates her next levels. She anticipates her next moves. As a Christian, you must anticipate your next move. So Paul said this, Philippians 3 verse 14. I press on towards the goal to win heavenly price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul says, I press on towards the goal. You must set a goal and be willing to pay the price for that goal. You must set a goal and be willing to pay the price for that goal. If you say you want to be diligent, set a goal. Be willing to pay the price for that goal. Concerning the Proverbs 31 woman, he says in Proverbs 31 verse 17, she equips herself with strength. Abba. Look at it. She equips herself with what? What kind of strength is he talking about? Spiritual, mental, physical fitness for her God-given task. She equips. Who does the equipping? Is it God? Is it her husband? So those of you who are waiting for your husband to change your destiny, it is unscriptural. It will never come to pass. Equip yourself. If you have to encourage your husband to be bigger so that you release your money, that's where you get paid. Listen to me, church. When your husband becomes great, that's when you start eating. But don't let him become great and you are very low down there. He can't find you. Then you don't fit his class. There are a lot of pastors, they are praying that their wives will die so that they will marry a woman who fits their class. Because at the time they were marrying, the women were higher than them, so they married them to take care of them. Now, the women did not upgrade whilst the men were upgrading. Women, upgrade yourself. Because sometimes the men upgrade and you don't upgrade. And so when you're scared, they will jam you up. Because they say, you don't fit his class. Oh, let's be honest. People don't like preaching like this. They don't want to grow. They don't want to... Jeremiah 31 16 says, Thus says the Lord, restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded. So those of you, God says, Stop crying. It's work. The reward comes based on your work. Touch your neighbor and say, you have to work. Touch another person and say, you have to work. You have to work on your marriage. You have to work on your children. You have to work on your life. Your health. Every day you are sick. Exercise. Most of the things we blame the devil, it has nothing to do with him. We are not working. Sister, I It's okay, close your book. Preaching like this, you don't like, but this is what grows you. This is what grows you. Everybody must improve. Everybody here, you must improve. You must grow. You must exercise. You, you must improve. You must improve. If this church remains like this, some of you will leave the church. We have to grow. We have to be better. We have to be better. Please close your eyes and begin to pray. Everybody pray. God, help me to improve my own life. Help me to improve the quality of my life. Help me to improve. Everybody pray. Ah, pray right now. 
God helped me to improve the quality of my life. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, 34, Through wisdom is an house built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge, by knowledge, by knowledge, shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Everybody pray. God help me. God help me. Everybody pray that prayer now. Holy Spirit, I want to be better. Everybody pray. The Lord, let the greatness in me find expression. Everybody pray. Pray. God, I will not, I will not wear the burden. I will let it go. I will not allow the problem to really get to me. I will let it go. I will let it go. I will let it go. Everybody pray. In the name of Jesus. Your glory is there, but you must arise. I want everybody to pray, God, I am arising. God, I am arising. God, I refuse to stay in this level for the rest of my life. I refuse to be defined by a bad experience. I refuse to allow the past to control my future. Lord, I make new decisions. Lord, I grow. Lord, I grow in the things of God. I grow. I grow. I grow. I grow. I grow up out of victimhood. Victim mentality. I grow up. I grow up. I grow up. Everybody pray. God, I will not let the past define me. I will not let my current experience define me. I change for the better. I will work on myself. I will improve. I will be a better person. Lord, I will stop whining. I will stop complaining. I will stop focusing only on the bad. I will stop focusing on the worst case scenarios. I will be an optimistic person. I want everybody to close your eyes and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Open up your mouth and pray. Open up your mouth and pray. Open up your mouth and pray. We are told in Luke 22 verse 25 to 27. And he said unto them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And they that exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But you shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as a younger. And he that is chief, as he, as he that does serve. You are praying and say, Lord, I will serve. I will do what you said I should do. I will behave in the manner that is consistent with being a Christian. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray.